Warning, this podcast is not safe for work, home, school, kids, pets, anyone or anything that is squeamish, easily offended, or overly religious. You have been warned. Welcome to Rob's Basement, where we drink beer while playing, testing, and talking about all things Schwab Entertainment. If you make it to the end of the podcast, please share and comment. In today's episode, we start our delve into 5e Dungeons & Dragons, where Rob will spin the tale of the Sunless Citadel as we absolutely butcher this finely crafted adventure. Enjoy. Uh, well, hello everyone. We're going to play some 5th edition D&D because that's apparently what the only thing that people play in RPGs these days. I kid, I kid! There's a sizable number of assholes out there who love Demon Lord. And other games too! Hail Satan! So tonight we're going to play through uh, the very first adventure inside of Tales from the Yawning Portal, which was assembled by my dear, dear friend, uh, uh, Kim Mohan, uh, and he put this thing together and handled most of the conversions, if I recall correctly. So, Kim, I know you're not listening because you don't, but uh, I thank you for your efforts. The adventure we're going to run is one I've run a billion times before, but as I was uh, perusing it today, I was delighted by how fucking good it still is. Uh, this adventure is called The Sunless Citadel. If anybody's played with me before, you probably played through at least twice, if not three times. This is written by Bruce Cordell, a good friend of mine, and a genius when it comes to creating adventures. Uh, it's really good, despite the flaws of the engine. I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. It's great. We're going to have a good time tonight. No need to burn more bridges. I already burned all the Brit. That's a, that's a multi-page there, kitten. <clears throat> no, wait, I'm just looking. And of course, we're recording this while GaryCon is going on in uh, the frozen wasteland that is Lake Geneva. So it's that crazy lady I met last year, the two crazy ladies I met, met last year, I'm sorry I'm not there to regale you with more conversation and to learn more about how there is oil underneath Israel. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> you just got to dig. Just got to dig. That's true with a lot of things. That's right. So tonight's uh, 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 adventure is brought to us by D&D Beyond's capability of producing, or also known as pooping out, pre-gen characters. Uh, and that should allow us to have a lot of great fun. Great wholesome fun. I don't really care if you know how to play this game. We're just going to play it. I have no idea. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I don't even know how to say this name. Oh, sweet. I've got a dragon chest set. Oh, shit, the bed. You know what you can do with that? And I have a land vehicle. I don't know what that means. You have a land vehicle? <laughs> Sound it out. Vehicles, parentheses, land. <laughs> That's got to be a tool training thing. It can't be equipment. It says tools. I don't know. You know how to play it. Oh, a tools are uh, uh, things you can be proficient in. So you are... I'm an orc fighter that's really good at chess. And really good at dragon chess. And at driving land vehicles. Which can include the infamous Mykonid drawn carriage. Mm. Only found in... I don't really know. Yeah. Camels with ballista. Yeah, not, not in this game, thank Satan. What you got there, Ken? It's the Haven Gust. <laughs> oh man, they took those tables out of the fucking. Oh my god. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay. When I was creating the uh, character name tables, I was tasked with finding 100 names uh-huh. that were Aztec. 
<laughs> okay. Well, I don't know anything about Aztec pronunciation. I just look at it and go, I can't say that. Yeah, well, and that was kind of what I said. Uh, the trouble is, is we don't have a lot of information about Aztec names. We have their gods and then Phil. I'm going to go with, with Haven Gust. Haven Gust. That sounds like a good story. Haven Gust. Hey, my name's Haven. Gust. Gust. Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> we can't all be winners. Uh, does anybody have any questions about their characters aside from how to play this game? How do I play this game? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Listen. I randomly chose a cleric, so... I'm... Oh, good. Um, I guess these are my spells on the back. Yeah, uh, the spell slots are how many you can cast at each level. So right now you can. can I don't want to excite that. It could just be one first level and two. You want to read it upside down? Uh, you got two first level spell slots, and then you should have some cantrips, which are not added, as well as the warlock. So I'm going to look at the cantrips for the cleric and just see what you want to add. Uh, how many cantrips do you have as a cleric? I think it's three. I think you have three at first level. Well, then I'll just give it to you because yeah. that's just fun. Can all three of them heal? I, I still know what you're doing. I got you covered, kitten. All right, so just remember, do you have a net? You're going to uh, want that net. No. Um, Jay, uh, just jot down these cantrips. Jotting. Uh, we have, uh, I'm going to give you light, sacred flame, and spare the dying. Light causes things to light up. Spare the dying. I fuck that spell. I hate that goddamn spell. Uh, but we're gonna do it. Well, let's see if we actually do it or not. Let me see if they unfucked it from the earlier drafts. He doesn't want you to have something called spare the dying for a reason. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> the spare the dying spells, you have to dip your balls in blue ink after you just sprayed them down with gorilla hair and then put it in the mouth. No, it's uh, you touch a living creature that has zero hit points, the creature becomes stable. And in case you have it, constructs and undead in your party, which you obviously don't. The spell doesn't fuck with them at all. Uh, then we also have a Sacred Flame. Let you laser somebody with your little ball of fire that you call down from Jesus. Yeah, they make a so cantrips mean <clears throat> at will, so you can do them as often as you right. want all day long. So oh, okay. that's what cantrip means. Yeah, Very, didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so Sacred Flame, uh, that you force the target to make a dexterity saving throw on a failure, they take a D8 radiant damage. Done deal. Anybody blame with the Warlock? Mm-hmm. The warlock was not chosen. Well, thanks, Satan, for that. All right, there we go. Okay, so a couple things you need to know about this game. Uh, it's going to be like every other game that uses a d20. You're going to roll a d20, add a number to it, compare that number to the target number. If you equal or beat, you succeed. Otherwise, you fail. There is this thing called advantage and disadvantage in this game. If you have an advantage when you're making your roll, you roll two 20-sided dice and use the highest of the two. If you have disadvantage, you roll two 20-sided dice and you use the lowest of the two, which always creates a hilarious feel-bad moment when you roll two, one, and a 20. So anyway, you always use the lowest number on that. You have All your stuff should be calculated because these are pre-gen characters. Uh, so I should tell you, if I call for a strength athletics check, if you look over by your skill section, you will see athletics somewhere in there. There it says minus one. So you would roll a d20 and subtract one from the result, and you're good to go. Uh, in this game, you deplete hit points, but don't erase or destroy your total maximum hit points. 
because that would be foolish, because then you wouldn't know how many fucking hit points you have. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're depleting your hit points. So if you have 11 hit points and you take damage for like five damage, you have six hit points left. And when you drop to zero, bad shit starts happening. And we get into the death and dying rules, which is its own category of hilarity and fun. Spare of the dying. Spare of the dying. All right. So that takes Spoil care of that. Dying. Uh, armor class is going to be the thing that you, you you refer to most when people are trying to attack you. Uh, and then you... Uh, that should be the basics. Spellcasting is kind of weird because it uses some uh, unusual terms. Uh, bear with me. So you... Just show of hands, how many of you can cast spells? Three of you. That's fantastic. Four of What is your class? That's a good podcast. Are you a sorcerer? Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely cast spells. Okay. So how this works is that you have these things called spell slots. Uh, it would be easier if we call them castings. Because then you could just burn a casting to fire off a spell that you happen to know. But that's not how it works. It works in the reverse. Spell slots are like currency... So you can fire them off. They have to. When you cast a spell, the slot has to be equal to or greater than the level of the spell that you intend to cast. You can use two. Okay. And these three, you can use often as you want. In addition, easy enough. Are we here to play a game? You're going to get a goddamn lecture. All right. In addition. You recover your resources by taking uh, a rest. There are two types of rest in this game. There are short rests, uh, and there are long rests. We can call a short rest a disco nap if you are so inclined. A disco nap or a short rest lasts for a period of about one hour, during which time you cannot do anything more strenuous. In fact, you should just put masturbation as kind of the limit. If you're feeling frisky and you jerk off, you're not going to get the benefits for short rest. But if you do anything less than that, you're okay. So you can read a book, you can edge. touch a monkey, you can edge. look at your erect penis <laughs> or whatever. You can edge, whatever. It's fine. But no jerking off. Now, that at the end of that time, it refreshes anything that has a short rest refresh condition, right? And that should be stated clearly on your character sheets. If it's not, well, we'll just throw up our hands and say... Fuck it. Now, if you have a long rest, long rest is a period of eight hours, which is also a period of inactivity. If something interrupts your long rest for more than about an hour, you're fucked and you have to start all over again. Now, the interesting thing about short rest versus long rest is the fact that a short rest allows you to spend hit dice so you can regain hit points. We don't use heal in this game. We use regain hit points as the terminology for increasing the number of hit points you currently have up towards your maximum. Just want to be really clear about that. No healing is regaining hit points. Now, it's important because this game needs to have things like temporary hit points in it <clears throat> so that you can have more hit points above and beyond or to the side of the hit point total that you have. And that will become clear as this game progresses. Now, if you spend hit dice, of which all of you have one hit die each, you may, at the end of your short rest, roll that hit die, add your constitution modifier, not to be confused with a document, but rather the, the, the ability score that reflects your general state of healthiness and wherewithal, your endurance, toughness, whatever else. Your constitution also has to be confused with a starship from Star Trek. Uh, to be clear, it is an ability score on your character sheet. 
So if you will roll your hit die, add your constitution modifier to it, and that indicates the number of hit points you regain. This will become important because you will take a beating because this is D&D, and you're D&D at first levels, and it's swingy as fuck. So here we go. <coughs> Let's take just four seconds each to tell us who you're playing. I'm not going to write this down. Anyway, we're really ruining my immersion. Well, fuck your immersion. All right. I'm All right. Gareth the Minotaur Wizard. Gareth the Minotaur Wizard. All right. Fantastic. Who are you, Jay? I'm Braldeth Dankil, the cleric <laughs> mountain dwarf. All right. Uh, Josh? <laughs> I'm uh, Ravadorum. The Dragonborn Barbarian. No, there's a last name there, too. Oh, I'm not going to try to say that. Links of Kessin Dollar. Oh, that's yeah. really good. There you go. I think you get the prize. You get to name everybody's name. I, I think you just, we should record that and then send it to Critical Role, so they might be able to get another million. All right. So Dragonborns, the interesting thing about Dragonborns is they can only lay eggs inside of open wounds okay. of their victims. So you have to keep that very clearly fixed in your mind. You have a breath weapon ability, which allows I do. you to throw yes. up on people. Uh, well, I have um, uh, it's um, uh, breath weapon white. Um, I get to uh, why does it have to be about? I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I don't know. what just says it in parentheses. Yeah. Uh, during my short rest, I can uh, once per short rest exhale in a fifteen foot cone, um, half damage on success, and it uh, creates cold damage. All right. So yeah, you you are you have the blood of white dragons flowing through your veins. Now, curiously, white dragons are the stupidest of all the chromatic dragons, uh, which meant that probably your trailer trash Arkansas white dragon mother decided (laughs) to fuck some guy at a bar and shat you out. And by some guy, I mean somebody who was not another fucking dragon. So she's just like, I'm feeling kind of hoary tonight. Let's hook you up. So that's your story. And we're going to go with it. All right. Uh, Who you got there, Chris? I pivoted last minute to uh, Benham Ungart. Uh, He is a uh, mountain dwarf druid. Ooh, a mountain dwarf druid. That makes no sense at all. All right, good job. All right. Uh, and and he, Andrew, what do you got there, kid? I am fighter. The orc fighter. <laughs> do you uh, fight orcs or are you an orc who fights? Does it matter? It can be both. Yes. Words are important. <laughs> Not anymore. Not in this era. All right, fighter. Thank you. Uh, and, and Eric? Uh, Barman Goldfound, the Lightfoot Heffling Rogue. All right. They're called light feet because their feet do not touch the ground at all. They really do. All right, Greg, what do you got? I feel like um, we're getting I'm fake Karn the Hilldwarf Monk. <laughs> Karn the Hilldwarf Monk. That also makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> I could just imagine a Hilldwarf saying, I need to really focus on stoicism to help me achieve mindfulness. And so I'm going to go over to this monastery where I will study all of my things. <laughs> And then die. And then die on my table. <laughs> no one can die tonight except for me. All right. Dustin, your last. Bring us home. I am Iquicatl Haven Goost. Haven Goost? It sure is. You can call me Haven or Haven Goost. Uh, I just if goost. you call me Iquicatl, I'll kill you. <laughs> What's your shtick? I'm a human sorcerer. Thank you for oh, asking. Okay. <laughs> now, sorcerers do have this interesting thing. They have this bloodline, which uh, I guess from some unfortunate pairings and couplings before, key-changing parties in Fantasyland, you happen to, inclu- you happen to actually be an inherit 
a magical STD, which allows you to work to work magic with your will and mind stuff. Do you know what flavor of sorcery you have? Are you a wild mage, or are you a dragon sorcerer, or are you? I have a other... dragon ancestor. If that's what so, you're that is at. what you have. So maybe it's entirely possible that your character could have the same white dragon trash mom <laughs> that Josh's character had. No, mine's red. Oh, yours is red? Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> I take it all back. Unfortunately. <laughs> red dragons are more discerning about their couplings. I'm sure that was a match that was made out of a long period of courtship. Does that mean I eat people? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, in all seriousness, you are a group of inexperienced pieces of shit. You are we playing yet? It's just a game around. You're supposed to read out of the colored box. I don't have an opening box yet. Now you have you have uh, you decided for some reason, whatever reason you'd like, that you are going to embark on a life adventure, a high adventure. You're gonna fight monsters, you're gonna steal their treasure, you're gonna become fucking famous. This is what you're doing, this is what you're about. This is a thing that drives you, what bound you together as a group. And you know each other well enough that you can rely on each other in times of hardship and need. When the chips are down, you can always look across the table and say, Greg, you've got me when you're not coughing. And Dustin, <laughs> if we could just pronounce your character's name in Waka, we know that your sorcery will come through. And Josh, your inbred character will still just be there because no one can kill Johnny. Anyway, so that is our story, and that's how it begins. Now, you have, in your efforts to, to, to explore the future that is ahead of you, to, to realize the magic that lays before you, the, 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 the glory and the treasure and the power that is at your, just within reach, you've come to this little town called Oakhurst. Now, this is a shitty little town. And when I mean shitty, I mean, like, Laverne. <laughs> and for those people who don't live within 60 miles of Nashville, Laverne is a separating sore on the face of Tennessee. You drive past it, you never stop. And if you do stop, you always make sure you're wearing a money belt. So anyway, you've come to the town of Oakhurst. And Oakhurst is a population of 900. You know this because as you're closing in on this little feeble town, passing farm after farm after farm, some kind-hearted, do-gooding citizen posted a sign that says, Welcome to Oakhurst, y'all, population 900. Now, you've moved into the center of this town, and you were drawn here because... How do we know if we can read it? Everyone can read. Jesus this is a progressive game. I can read you do not make shit. fun of illiterate people in D&D. Everyone reads. Everyone has a full education, feels good about themselves. That's what D&D gives you. <laughs> Liter literacy. Mm -hmm. Now, you came here because you, were, you had heard that there is an important, and by, but I, what I mean by important, important to 900 people, give or take five or six, depending on how big this fucking family is. Uh, there's an important family. Let's just call them some asshole who lives on Main Street in Murfreesboro, just to give you an idea of that sense of self-importance and entitlement. This cocksucker has uh, has a pair of kids. They're twins, of course, because 
there are enlightened, privileged pieces of shit living in Oakhurst, population 900, in some made-up fantasy world. And yet, you've come here to save their fucking bacon, because these two kids joined up with some other adventurers, went into this place they shouldn't have gone, and they haven't come back. And now everyone's got, it's ringing out their panties because they're so fucking afraid that these two assholes are going to come back alive. So they're willing to pay you a fucking huge-ass reward of 125 gold pieces, which, if you happen to take a look in the player's handbook, buys you fuck all to get their two goddamn kids back. Is that each? No. What do you think this is? She gives you, oh, I'm sorry, let me back that up. It's 125 gold pieces per signet ring, with or without a finger. So if you can just leave their twin children buried down there, but you manage to pry off the fucking rings that are glued to their fingers, whether you gnaw on them, cut them off, or just let them dissolve, it's fine. You get the fucking rings, you get 125 gold pieces, divided amongst all of you, which allows you to get three days of fucking drill rations. Congratulations! So anyway, that's what you're fucking doing. Now, here you are at Oakhurst, and you've already heard all the rumors and all the shit that's going to go into this. We really don't care about that, because we're going straight in the fucking dungeon. Because that's where it really gets exciting. So you've been, you found out, based on what you've been talking with the local fuckers, and they told you they went to this place called the Ravine. Now, the ravine is not just a play, not just a glib term for the town prostitute. It's actually, it's actually a location that's so just <laughs> that's just down the road from Oakhurst. And these adventurers decided they're going to start their career by fucking with something that's in their backyard, and that's where you guys come in. So after you got your marching orders with a promise of 125 gold pieces per signet ring, and by the way, I just want to reiterate, I love this adventure. I really do. Uh, so if, with your promise of 125 gold pieces per signet ring being in the offing, you decide to hike up your pants, tie your boots, and get your ass down the road, and there you find yourself at the big fucking ravine, and you see that it's aptly named, because a big hole in the fucking earth. That goes down some distance. You really can't see how far. And it goes across. And it's a big gap. Now, one thing you happen to notice. Who's got the highest perception modifier? And if somebody says three, that's sufficient. Two. Two is close. You have a four. Perfect. All right. So, Chris, you you there, the mountain dwarf uh, chronic masturbator. Uh, you, uh, you're you looking over there. And you see that as you're getting, you're, you're still about a quarter mile away. You notice there are two big poles that are sticking up on the ground at... Yeah. Down the end of the path that you're following to get okay. to the ravine. Now, these big poles, you can't make out too many details given the distance between you and them. It is a quarter of a mile after all, but it is over flat territory. So you can see there's something sticking up. What do you do? I tell these jokers that there's something sticking up over there. Sure enough, it's my favorite Martian sticking up out of the ground. Uh, yeah, walk up to inspect, I suppose. All right, so you close you close that distance, covering the last quarter of a mile. As you get closer and closer, you notice that these are yeah. Notice you happen to fucking see right. that these are wooden poles that stick up out of the ground, driven into the very earth. In fact, you see there's all sorts of ropes and shit that kind of tied around them, and they kind of hang down over the side. You also notice there's a bunch of graffiti that's been left on both these posts, and these posts are more like uh, mammoth tusks, kind of. Reach up and point together okay. at the top. Is the graffiti like uh, like a written word or more just like a design or something? Uh, it's written words. What languages do you know how to speak, read, and or write? 
common druidic dwarvish minotaur. And Perfect. Well, it's not a minotaur. Uh, you can clear that one out. It's like, I always look, I studied all those years in college to learn minotaurs. I've never seen it in a while. I don't even have minotaur on my list. But, you know, because of the fact that you have you happen to be well-versed in minotaur and you can always pick up a hot minotaur lady when you're looking there. Hey, baby, I like your udders. What's your sign? But you can actually, you can, you can, you can look at these and realize the characters are in dwarven. Okay. However, they make no sense. Hmm. The arrangement of the letters make no sense at all. And as you're, you're close it's enough, like I would say... Like... It's just like there's strings of dwarven characters. Okay. It might be that... I don't know. Give me, uh, give me an, an, investi- an intelligence investigation <laughs> check. Okay. And for the kids at home who don't know how to play D&D, and for the ones in this room that also don't know how to play uh, D&D... Just for those at home. Just for those at home. What we're doing here is that's that why they're at home. When you call for a, when you call for a check, you typically you always assign an ability to that check. And if a skill applies, which you'll notice in your skill box in your character sheet, uh, I would say an intelligence investigation. In which case, he would then add the modifier of investigation to the roll. And because you're using pre-gen characters or not pre-gen characters. That math should be done for you already. What was the result of your roll, sir? Eight. Eight. You have no fucking idea what this means at all. I look over the edge, like where the ropes are pouring Sure. So the Minotaur clops forward, uh, not being fluent in Minotaur. You have no idea what this says either. Uh, But you come closer to the edge, and you look down, and sure enough, uh, it appears, well, two things stand out immediately. First is that... All the way to the other side of the ravine, there's a matching set of posts that stick up the side that stick up from that mm-hmm. side. And you also see that on both sides, hanging down to the ravine itself, are the tattered remains of a rope bridge that has snapped as the earth widened. Now, as you're looking further down into the darkness, in the gloom, uh, there's uh, there are uh, a set of three landings. And those three landings are connected by a ascending staircase that goes all the way down to the bottom. At the very bottom of the ravine, you see that some sort of fucking castle has collapsed and fallen into the ravine. Now, the the castle itself is all these towers and jagged bits that are sticking up, and you can kind of, if you decided you were feeling suicidal, you could leap off the edge of this thing and might just hit the edge, but you're a smarter and discerning character than that. So looking down, you see that there is a bit of a gap, the floor around this stronghold, this sunken citadel, one might say, <laughs> uh, you would see that there are uh, there's broken uh, terrain all around it, shattered bits of masonry and stone, bones, and other debris. We got to get across this ravine. I said he was mad to build a castle in a ravine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now, gonna, you do know that they, the missing adventurers were said there. to have gone yeah, in. No, I know. I know. How, how far across <laughs> are we from the other side? We don't need to get Far enough. We need, we, need go, we need to go down. No, down. we need to go across. Does the, the descending, yeah, the descending <laughs> staircase start, or do we have to climb ropes? You'll have to, to climb those, those, those that, the, 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 the tattered remnants of the, of the rope and wooden bridge. How far down is it? Uh, 50 feet. I've got 50, I have 50 feet, feet of rope. Okay, so we have like climbing. That is up. shockingly convenient, <laughs> isn't it? Though, anybody have any debt? No, no debt. No, no debt. Uh, no net. No, no. nothing. Sure, after one of those nights, <laughs> all the nets were cleared from the inventory. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to tie a rope to the, the tusk thing. All right, you and wrap the rope around the tusk thing, and you get it secure, and what do you do? I'm going to climb down. All right, so you slowly make your way down to the first landing. There's some read-aloud text, but we're going to skip that. All right, so you get to, uh, well, well, we'll do this bit of read-aloud text, because I, I love read-aloud text, and when you play D&D, read-aloud text is critical. A sandy ledge overlooks a subterranean gulf of darkness to the west. Ledge is wide, but rough. Sand, rocky, debris, and bones of small animals cover it. I hate sand. A rough-hewn stairwell zigs and zags down the side of the ledge, descending into darkness. The far wall of the chasm is 250 feet away, to give you an idea. So if you want to try to jump, go ahead and make that roll. <laughs> I'll follow whatever character that was that went down. down yeah. Fighter. 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 The hill people. That's an orc, right? Yeah, sure. All right, Fightor, you're down there on this too many on this ledge. You're about halfway down. The Minotaur is uh, is grunting and mooing as he's making his way down. And about halfway down to the ledge, coming out of the shadows are a horde, a veritable horde of three giant rodents of despicable form and nature, slavering in their chisel-like teeth with these red beady eyes and patches of their fur missing, and open sores. They look like a herpes clinic's gone sideways, and they're because they're walking on the ground on all four legs. That's why it's sideways. And their long, rotty tails are snapping around, and they're approaching you all aggressive-like. So what we have to do now is this process called Roll for Initiative. This is a very tedious moment. It takes us directly out of the story. You'll notice every time I call for Roll Initiative, we have to pause and have this ritual. So what you do when you roll initiative, you roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier to it. The highest roll gets to go first, followed by the next highest roll, and so on until everyone has taken a turn. I feel like this is less about us playing a game and more about you bitching about what you hate about games. <laughs> I hate all games. I'm going to pee on that note. Oh, shit. We split 125 gold pieces. I rolled a 14. Sideways. Jay, where do you go? Plus what? Your dexterity modifier. Oh, oh shit. All right, six. There's an box on the yeah. character sheet, almost center top. Josh? I got an 18. Hail Satan. <clears throat> 13. 13. This is fun. Shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dexterity modifier? Because it's important to know if I go before you or not. One. You are sucky. <laughs> Shit. So we're both screwed. All right, Walker. Uh, four total with the dexterity modifier. Sidekick. All right, and Greg. Eight. And Dustin. Sixteen. Sixteen. Well done, sir. I like the cut of your jib. Josh, you are up there on the ledge, looking down. About thirty-five feet below, you see the Minotaur. You, you, you can't not miss him. He's a goddamn Minotaur. <laughs> Notice he's wearing a dick necklace to go along that matches the other one. But anyway, he's making his way down. What are you going to do? 50 feet below, you see Phytor of the Hill People squaring off against three giant scary fucking rats. Are these rodents um, uh, of unusual size? Yes. Uh, 
Are, are they uh, used to the darkness? Does light kind of stun them at all? If uh, they have tans. <laughs> <laughs> Is it spray on or real? <laughs> it looks Jersey real. <laughs> They're not Jersey tans. <laughs> what, what, how realistically, what is the chance of movie. surviving a 50 f- fucking drop? Well, it's a lot of damage. Yeah, right. Um, uh, but you, you can fucking do it. Dragon. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to grab on the rope. I want to slide down as fast as I can using him as a cushion to get down to the bottom. Sweet. I love it. On top of my Horns head, into right? that yank. No, dude, right. it's all face. It's all face shit. You're going to Australian style? You're going to go kiss him as you're making your way down? No, I'm going to No, I'm, I'm going to land on his face, not his horns. Oh, you're He's going to look it up. He's going to be like, what? And I'll be like, and there it is. Just like that. All right. I'm, I'm not going to look it up because I don't care. All right. So, uh, all right. So what are the chances? All right. So what you're doing, you jump your off and you're sliding, you're sliding down with your, un- your poor little tender, unprotected hands. And you see smoke starting to form as your hands are being torn open by this rope. And then you fall on him some 25 feet down. Go ahead and give me both. Uh, you a strength check, strength saving throw. You a dexterity saving throw. 12 plus 1. 13. 10. Fuck. Okay. What a terrible oh, idea I've had. Fightor. Hey Dustin, stay lady. on that side of the table, all right, bud, with your fucking <laughs> cutting rope ideas. <laughs> and rats are annoying. You were on the right side <laughs> of that idea before this you going jumped well down the road. What's your name? Uh, eat me. <laughs> it's Ravidorum. You can call me Rav. Or sometimes, Mr. Rav, have money over your life. <laughs> okay, so some, two things happen. You get down, and uh, one of the horns pokes you in the buttocks for no damage. Oh, but then arrests your fall because you yelp. <laughs> and you cling to the rope. Unfortunately, the speed of your descent and the two damage you took from just sliding down with your unprotected hands dislodges a minotaur who falls what the remaining the 25 feet and takes eight damage on landing. Can I cast shield when I take that damage to, to not take to... No, I won't take that the fuck is going on? <laughs> <sighs> so the Minotaur lands. You haven't even started fighting them already. On its back. I have one point left, Munch. That's it? I'm a wizard. You wizard. Why well, are you a Minotaur wizard? <laughs> because I have horns and spells. It's the thing. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> I, I thought you would be a warrior at least. I said it when we went around and had four seconds. And I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> You saw the you saw the wreckage of your companion, your boon companion. So I'm still twenty five feet up. You're still twenty five feet up. But I'm now on the ledge. That's as far as you got, Dustin. You're up. <laughs> I just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you see the uh, the dragon blooded sorcerer give a little wave. All right, uh, that takes us to Minot- Minotaur. Can I grab the rope? And just swing it around. Just set the fucking thing on fire with a spell, then, bud. Jeez. All right, fine. Fuck you. I'm going to. Uh... All right, I'm going to shoot magic missile. I'm going to put one missile into each rat. All right, that sounds delightful. First one takes two damage. Next one takes four damage. Last one takes five damage. All right. Three bolts of magical energy leap from your fingertips. Thump, thump, thump. Uh, strikes each of the three, uh, all three of the rats. 
None of them die. Uh, oh, they all look a bit put out. Mm. All right, uh, that takes us. Do you do anything other than just do that? On you can spend five feet of movement, some number of feet of movement to stand up. All right, I wish to do that. All right, you're no longer prone. As far away from the rats as possible. All right, this is not a huge ledge, so that gets you probably about ten feet away. All righty, that takes us to Chris. You're up. Uh, if I am in range, I'm going to cast Produce Flame at one of the rats. Okay, what's the range on Produce Flame? Uh, it is. 30 feet? Do I need to get down from the, I'm at the top of the ledge still? Yes. yes. Okay. It, it, the, the spell will just go out on its own. Okay. You're cool. 50 feet above it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, then I'm going to start making my way down. All right. So you start climbing down. You could probably even go halfway. Okay. Because uh, it's going to, every foot of descent counts as two feet of your movement okay. such that you could get down within range, I think, based on your speed score. Correct. Almost 25 feet. Yes. That would allow you to go, yeah, uh, 12 feet. Okay. Twelve and a half feet, which would still put you out of range, so no, never mind. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> you continue to climb down. All right, the giant rats are going to mutilate uh, somebody. Uh, you're no longer prone, but their keen smell will avail them not. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to send two of the giant rodents for Phytor of the Hill People, and the other one is going to go for the Minotaur. Okay. Uh, they have a speed of 30 feet. He can move to avoid a... Attack of opportunity or opportunity attack or attack of opportunity or two opportunity attack, whichever edition of DD you're playing. So let's start off with pack tactic. Ooh, yes. ooh, 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 ooh. All right, so the first one comes up to you. Nineteen against your armor class. Uh, does a, a shield help my armor class? It should be included. Plus two, you should have it already on your shield. It's it just said give me one. You're eighteen. That's your total. It's it's already combined in there. Oh, is it? Your, the yeah. shield is perpetually glued to your arm. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a hit. That's a hit. Unfortunately, the rat squirrels its way into your your urethra, uh, and its chisel-like teeth sink into your flesh for a total of five points of piercing damage. Sweet. The second one, however, comes forward and sensing the opportunity, and because these are creatures that appreciate the, that appreciate group fighting, one might even call it pack tactics. It's attacking you with advantage, which will be an armor class of 15, which is not enough to get past your steely defense, yeah. Fightor of the Hill People. Now Minotaur, the third rat, oh, is feeling frisky. He's coming towards you, scuttling around. You feel like Carrie Elwes, but are you or are you not? You are not! Is 19 armor class. Okay, I, I followed. All right, you'll take... Some amount of damage, which drops you to zero, and then we get to engage the death and dying rules. All right, that takes care of the rest. of the dying. Why did I jump down the rope? Fuck. It was really dumb. You're up, sir. <laughs> Whatever, uh, dude. I'm going to attack whichever rat seems like it's uh, having the worst time of it health-wise. Uh, that would be the rat on the left. Rat on the left. All right. He's having a terrible day. Yeah, I was counting on you. I was told I could count on you. So... We were told my strength modifier should be in your attack modifier. The sense of coming out of your fingers. Oh, the hit was fine. Yep. Johnny can't die. I'm Johnny. That is an eleven. An eleven armor class against this rat. That is a miss. Your sword, axe, chainsaw, what do you? All right, your sword goes directly over top of the head of this rat, and he just squeaks at you. My sword, scenery. Squeak, squeak, I say. All right, Greg, you're up. Uh, which one's closest to him? The one that's on his chest and is dry-humping him. I'm going to uh, 
Use my sling to hit it. All right, so a slings, this is going to be good. Don't miss. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Drill one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you miss bad enough that you that the, the rock goes up into the air and is caught by a passing falcon. You throw your sling out of the ravine. And the stone is then carried off. The falcon then believes that the stone is his egg. It sits on it for an appropriate period of time. Realizes that it's that's never going to hatch. The falcon goes into falcon therapy to real because it lost its egg, and then the stone which it then painted at a commune for falcons. Uh, all this stuff happens. The falcon finally makes peace with it and becomes a musher and leads a bunch of dogs across the Arctic wastes while leaving the small stone behind. Next. Like <laughs> Jay, you're up. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got spells? <laughs> Such confidence. Yeah, I got spells. But I, got spells. I wish I had done that on my turn instead of just waving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for just waving. Dude. I shouldn't go first. We're going to lose two of our I party members because y'all yeah, right? I look to What's see up? what other Can people do first. Yeah. Uh, he's out of range. Pressure. Jump down rope. You get 60 <laughs> feet on... Uh, Healing word. Oh, healing word. Yes. Unlike what? healing yes. word. But what's going to happen? Like, he's going to get up and then the rat's going to bite him again? Yeah. And then heal nah, me. me. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm about to get munched on by three of them. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that if you cast healing word on him, he'll regain. Regain, not heal. 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Oh, it's healing word. Well, it's only the name. It doesn't say regain hit points word. Just read it. <laughs> <laughs> read carefully, <laughs> sir. What's your spellcasting modifier? I don't know. Your wisdom. Oh, yeah, plus four. So you'll get 1d4 plus four. Oh, that'd be good. I think you should try that. The See, rat's damage output is 1d4 plus two. So it sh- oh, should be fine. Okay, should be great. Don't roll one. All right, let's do that. Don't roll, roll one. You just have to My favorite favorite okay. friend. And roll the, roll the health. Oh, that's it? Just cast and roll health and then d20? Nope. All right. That's a seven. You regained seven hit points. Yes, thank you, Jay. Yay, Jay! It's a good thing you didn't miss and hit the rat. What's what's your actual name? Brawl Death Dankle? Brawl Death? Brawl Death Dankle. Brawl Death. That's what. Attorney of Law. I'm just going to say Brawl. Walker, you're a dangling bow. I'm going to use my longbow and shoot at one of the rats. Holy shit! No kidding. All right. So you 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 pull out the longbow, you bend it, you string it, you take your time, you line up the shot and roll a one. Fourteen coward plus three, so. 17. 17. Your arrow skewers one of the two rats. Were you going for the one that was on the Minotaur or one of the ones that was on? No, uh, I'm not. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to shoot it through him or wave at him. (laughs) 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 One of the ones that's attacking Fightor. Fightor. No, no, Fightor. Shit. That's a one plus. Your dexterity modifier. Plus three, so four. Four damage to one of them. All right, so the air, the arrow yeah, strikes party. the rat, and he's like, "Oh God, ooh ah ah ooh ah!" But he's like, "I will still kill you because I have one hit point left." <laughs> Take that, Matt Mercer! All right, so next we are at the end of the round. That brings us to the top. Josh, 
You're hanging from the rope. Your it. hands are burning. You feel an incredible need to <laughs> urinate. <laughs> what are you going to do? I've got 30 feet. How far can I? I'm 25 feet down, right? You're 25 of the 50 feet down. So how far can I get before attacking with 30 feet walking? Well, you'll have, if you're... You can go 15 feet on the turn, or you can take... Jump on the minotaur. Just burn some more in your hands and get down there. Just fucking jump! Be a goddamn guy! Can I jump and attack? Yes! Alright, sweet. I want to jump. Witness me! Witness me! Alright, so you leap off the rope. Say, fuck that rope, and you make your way down. Are you attacking the rat? I'm taking the rat on top of this, my boy. I gotta fucking redeem myself. Your kilt flies up around your face as you're falling, and there's this wet slapping noise. You're not sure why. Go ahead and make your attack roll against this rat. I'm going to give you advantage because it's so epic. So, wait, I just... The roll 2d20 and take the highest roll. Don't roll two ones. It's for left staying. 13. 13 plus? Plus 18. 18. All right, so Minotaur, you're on your back having fired magic missile. There is a wet, sloppy noise that just hits as your belly button and his anus form this impossible suction. And you are on top. How much damage do you do? Um, uh, let's Wait, to whom? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to deal with the damage of the fall on each other, too, but we'll deal with it in a no second. There's a rat between them. Yeah, it breaks our fall. It's like, it's one of them balloons. fall on the rat. 12 total. You did 12 damage? Yeah. Great, Scott! All right. Plus three. All right, so you destroyed this. What we battle axe, great axe. What are you fighting with? Uh, it's a, a great axe. All right, so you get this giant fucking axe. It's, it's super great. It's <laughs> like those two assholes in Conan. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So you you fall on this guy. You chop him delicately. No shave for you. However, your body collides with the Minotaur. You both. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was trying to fucking help. Uh, Minotaur takes five damage. You take four. Jesus fucking what the fuck, man! You were right here. He arrested your fall. You have a squishy minotaur, and now there is a strange sucking action going between his <laughs> navel and your prolapsed colon. All right, trying to help you. Uh, it helped. Dustin, you have just used your last action to vigorously wave. <laughs> How many of these rats are left? Two? There are two. One is looking really poor. I might cast a firebolt at the poorly looking one. A firebolt. All right, so you gather up your sorcerer's energies and hurl that bolt of fire. Sure What's the range on firebolts? 120 feet. Well, fuck me in the mouth and call me George. 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 Thank you. Uh, all right, so you have to make a... Still there. <laughs> All, right. Still All right, so you make a ranged spell attack against the target. So that would be a d20, that one, and you'll add your spell casting modifier, which is some number greater than zero. Uh, i here next to your spell. Here we go. But you had fireball, so you get a plus five, so you got an 18. 18! A bolt of fire comes leaping from your fingertips and incinerates the rat that was hunkering down on Flytor of the Burning Eagles. And this rat screeches, rolls around three times, looking as if it's looking for a place to sleep, voids its bowels, and vomits up its spleen, and dies. 
See, that's what I was trying to do the last time I waved, and it was kind of like... <laughs> okay. You're warming up. That's good yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. it's your yeah. 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 chance to shine. Your moment. All right, I'm going to use... Uh, There's one rat left, and it's right. still... That rat hears some Dolorious Bells filling the air around it for a moment as I, it needs to make a Wisdom saving throw or take... Nine damage. Well, the rat's like a wisdom saving throw, really, sir. <laughs> I am a CR one eighth. I'm worth twenty five experience points, lad. Huh? Why would I make a wisdom saving throw? I rolled an eleven. What's your saving throw, DC? It is twelve. Well, the rat takes nine damage, and the dolorous noise makes it explode out of its mouth and anus. Alright, I will note the fact you have earned 75 experience points toward second level. Josh, I'm just glad you're here to make me look like less of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) Dustin, (laughs) from anyone else, that would actually be fucking super offensive. (laughs) You're lovable enough, I guess, you tall fucking troll. We're almost done. We're just looking for a parking space. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You sure showed those rats, huh, guys? So did I get some? Let's get across this review. No, 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 no. no. That's divided betwixt all of you. You get like six. No, why is this? We get like two fifty for saving these rat, like these kids. Like, just why don't we just like bounce and just hit the bar now instead of? You haven't found the signet rings yet. It's not saving them, we're retrieving rings. So your idea is to cut the fingers and run. Is that They didn't say save the kids, did they? They said bring back the rings. Rings with or without living, you know, they want the bodies back, of course. Look, if they wanted the kids, they should have put that in the job description. Clearly, I'm way too stupid to know the difference, so a win's a win for me, boys. You did just take quite a blow. (laughs) Twice? (laughs) To the head, probably. And (laughs) My hands really feel on it. I have to heal myself up off of the ground. I look like a right. minotaur. So, the hair right off so what else is there to do on this ledge? Well, you're on this this ledge, this squarish ledge that's covered with both debris and other bits and pieces of garbage. Uh, there is a crude stone staircase. Each step is a different height because who values workmanship in old dungeons? Nobody! So... The, you do. You do. All right. So there is, there, is a, there is a stone staircase. It does descend down to yet another ledge. Can I check and what that stone work is? You sure can. Are you down there yet? Yeah, the rest of us are going to climb down the rope. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm assuming that you're all climbing down at this point. Is that true? Is Don't there... railroad us. You're right. I apologize. I'm going to wait until they're Wait a second. Wait a second. What are you? I climb down the rope. You climb down the rope. <laughs> I'm already down. You're already down. Climbing down. You're climbing down. I could, no. I'm gonna <laughs> jump right on top of one of them right after they start climbing down. <laughs> I cut the rope into bridges and run. I was just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. I, I seem really fucking fumbly. So what can I do to regain some health? Just you could rest for an hour. Spend your only hit die. Push you for a if, I, if I rest for an hour, they're just going to end up leaving me behind, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. No, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the eight for now. No, we'll be fine. 
No, no, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be fucked. If I keep, if I keep <laughs> jumping on people, us. just Maybe. stop jumping on people and we'll both be okay. Right. <laughs> we'll just stay in the back. Let the other nine party members take our shit. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so you, what'd you get? Oh, I didn't roll yet. Uh, what, what kind of roll do you want me to make? Uh, this would be in uh, whatever stone kind of keys off of someone could say in, intelligence. Okay, uh, that would be just a straight up four, so I don't know. All right, so you look at the thing. You're pretty certain trolls carved this place out. <laughs> Obviously. Trolls yeah, well, with I'm the aid of pixies. Oh, yeah, you have stone coming also? Stone coming? Yes. What's that? That's the thing that tells you how to make stone. It's like stones. a kidney stone, but... But yeah, only re- you only coming. release it when you reach ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a BB gun going Oh, off. man, that <laughs> sounds terrifying. It's like a block in your it's a cum booger. Does that mean? What do you? What you? What you do? Well, I got stone cunning also. I'm not dwarf, so I can do a In- intelligence a thing. Thing. Oh, cunning. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. You know, that's fun, fun fact. Fun fact. I remember sitting in a conference room at Wizards and we were talking about the stone cunning ability. And they were, and it was like, look, guys, we, really wanna, more cunning. we, we need to really rethink this name. I'm like, why? Because <laughs> of turning. Stone cunning. It was like, say it again faster. Stone cunning. It was like, yeah, it sounds like stone coming, right? No one's ever going to. And they're like, oh, come on, Rob. Your mind is in the gutter. So it's, that's how stone cunning persisted. But yeah, were so. they wrong? Yeah, they were wrong. It could yeah, be two wrong. things. Yeah. 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 Mine is definitely in the gutter. Well, I can stand by this. I, I got a ten. All right, uh, you were pretty certain that lizard men, I'm sorry, lizard folk, were the ones who excavated this place. Mm-hmm. It's a progressive game, Rob. Very progressive. <laughs> folk, not lizard men. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. So. There's a ledge below you, yet another ledge, and a ledge below that. <clears throat> you may continue descending if you choose. Yep. Yes. Fantastic! The adventure moves forward. All right. So you go down the five-foot-wide staircase, taking the steps. It's, again, like, why it's there. They're uneven, and they're in poor shape, but you manage to make your way down. Uh, and as you make your way down, here's some read-aloud text for the kids at home. Yes. Yay. A fortress. Emerges from the darkness. <laughs> the subterranean citadel, though impressive, seems long forgotten if the lightness windows, cracked crenellations, and leaning towers are any indication. All is quiet, though cold breeze blows up from below, bringing with it the scent of dust and a faint trace of rot. See you down the stairs. Step after step after step. And finally, we reach the next segment. Of read aloud text. (laughs) (laughs) The narrow stairs empty in a small courtyard, apparently the top of what once a crenellated battlement. The buried citadel has sunk so far into the earth that the battlement is now level with the surrounding floor. That floor stretches away to the north and south, which reaches to an unknown depth. To the west! Looms the surviving structure of what must be the sunless citadel. A tower stands on the west side of the courtyard. What do you do? Is this still pretty dark down here? 
Um, or is our, our visibility pretty There's solid? a big sky above you. Oh, okay, cool. But it, it is gloomy. All right. Um, do we want to make our way towards this tower? Yeah, I'd say go to the tower. Like, just rock. That seems less risky than going down into a castle from the top. Yeah. So you start heading to the tower, which is the closest closest structure that seems to be intact. Uh, as you do, uh, you immediately note, you take the first few steps off the staircase, you notice the ground is somewhat unsteady. Oh, fuck. See, we thought it was safe, and it wasn't. Yeah, when still going it? down more. I mean, jump on it! <laughs> but say, as long as you're not jumping, I'll just fine. jump up and down like an asshole. <laughs> or off of a rope. <laughs> 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 You know what? Fuck you guys. Fight tour. Fuck tour. <laughs> if none of you can remember my fucking character again, <laughs> what do you do for a living? Fight tour. <laughs> I'm a clerk at the local at, at the local accounts office. I heard cats. <laughs> fight tour. Right. Look at all my mountain cats. Are my specialty. All right. So, what are you gonna do? I'm I'm stepping the fuck back if it's that. Okay. All right, you're oh back on the stairs like fuck this guy. All right, yeah. fair uh, enough. Coward. I thought you were going to leave right Yeah, I'm fine. I'll take that, that. But I've already cool. done enough damage. Right? <laughs> you're not wrong. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, but I have a high dexterity. Fuck it. Okay, uh, you pick your way across the uh, rubble-strewn floor. I need those of you who are advancing towards the front door of this tower to give me a dexterity acrobatics check yeah, from each thirty each ten yeah, feet traversed, which yeah. means are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Two Fuck checks. <laughs> Did you just throw it? Yes. <laughs> All right, so on your fail check, my dear friend, uh, did the you, first or the last? How much did you fail it? What you, would you roll? A one. Your total? <laughs> Six. Oh, darling. Can I grab it? All right, so you were walking along, and all of a sudden, the oh, floor gives away, pulls into a cavity, but, you, but your roll was still high enough, despite the utter failure of it, that you not fall into this cavity because you were immune to dungeon cavities. <laughs> Are you able to get the first 10 feet across? No problem. You may roll again if you'd like to continue progressing. I have a 23. You're fine. 17. Fine. 19. Fine. So uh, roll, yeah, 15. 15. 15's fine. All right. So uh, the, the two of you who are going first reach the door. You are halfway, Walker, because you had the first flub. Right. 11. You're fine. Uh, you stop moving. The ground starts giving underneath your feet. All right, so those who got to the door, the, the tower door, the tower shell, you see that the circular... Uh, I that or not. No, I don't. You see that there is... The, the, the face of this tower is covered in stone blocks, and it's covered with... Uh, it's it's covered with... Eh, it's just a stone fucking tower with a broken top of it and all that other shit. <laughs> There's shit in front of you. It's made of stones. It's round. It's sort of stony. There's a big fucking door that blocks your access to this place. Uh, the door stands closed. How far away are they now from yeah, I'd like to four of us who are still at the steps? 25 feet. Okay, perfect. Uh, if you let to close the remaining distance... Yes, I rolled a 19. You're good? Do you want to close the remaining distance? You'll need to give me one more roll. 20. Perfect. All right, so the four of you are now standing in front of this door. Yes, I'll check for traps. All right, you're going to search this door for traps. Give me a, uh intelligence investigate. Okay, that's my armor. Ping! 15. 
15. All right, you scared. You check this place. You're, you're looking the doors up around the edges. You're checking the keyhole, looking for needles and pins. You're looking for anything that might be out of the ordinary. It's just old, old wooden door wrapped in iron with studs on the surface. There's a pull ring. Nothing unusual about it. Studs at the surface like us or studs on the surface? Studs on the surface. Yeah. So if you stood sideways on the door, you too could be a stud on the yeah. surface. The, so the studs are only skin deep. The most important question, is the door swinging in or out? Uh, that yeah. is a very good question. <laughs> it's super legit. The door swings inward. Okay. Okay. Um, I would like to... Do you? Yeah. <laughs> As you were just thinking about what you're going to do, I tore on the people, kicks the door in. He the hits door comes crashing in. Uh, all right, so Josh, what were you going to do as the door splinters <laughs> inward? No, there's no way I'm using dexterity to get across this crumbling. Fucking... Don't be a coward, boy. No, get across. I want to. I want to take my 50 foot of rope, put it on one of my um, uh, javelins, and toss it across so they can tie it to the ring on the door. And stab one of them in the head. No, because I'm really good at throwing things, man. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> you know, I might have on top and thrown the javelin at the rat. And then slid all the way I down. thought about doing that from the rope, but then I was like, is that going to work? And also, if I throw it straight down, I'm probably going to pierce you through the rat, because I'm super but strong. from the rope. <laughs> already after you killed damn it. You guys are just never happy, and I hate it. I'm going down the stairs. I'm going to just fuck them. I'm going down alone. Tina, just go get some... All right, so you're tying the rope to your javelin, and yeah. you're chucking your spear across At that gap. 50 feet to the no door. No problem. All Taking right. all bets. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. On the other side. Hey, Dustin, are you over, over there? <laughs> no. 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 He's right next to you. Yeah, I should have just thrown it right, right at you. The door. I should be standing right in front of you. It's the safest right? place. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I got a 15 with a... What, what am I doing? Add your strength modifier to it. Strength? Plus your proficiency bonus. Oh, so just look at your attack bonus at the bottom. So yeah, the so twenty. Twenty. All right. So you chuck that spear. The spear trailing with a rope attached to it manages to find its way over through the heads of your buddies, and pokes the door and sticks there and wiggles a bit. The rope hangs all flaccid like on the ground below. All right. So I pick up that the loose part of the rope and I run. <laughs> All the way across the broken rope. Look at you, son of a bitch. <laughs> so you grab the rope. Which oh, is still 50 feet. <laughs> if I ever wanted something bad to fucking happen to you, it's right now. Wait, 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 wait. It's still 50 feet. Don't freak yet. He grabs the so end of the rope. There's without... still 25 oh, feet of extra rope, so he's running across, so it's now this U-shaped rope thing. <laughs> so you get over there. Give me two uh, dexterity acrobatics checks. 12 plus. You're fine. Next one. You're fine. All right. So you're there holding the end of the rope. The end of the rope trails all the way back to where he's standing. Slowly it comes pulling all the way back. Whenever he, whenever he gets up to grab it, I pull a little further. <laughs> I'm legit fucking gonna keep going down the stairs. Fuck these guys. You're down the stairs now. You're, 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 oh, so there's no. You can't just keep going down. I have to go to this tower. You have the tower is the only place to go. I'm going back to the rope that burned my hands. I'm climbing back up. Don't get I was gonna tie it off so that some heavier people with, without the fucking <laughs> dexterity could just use it to casually walk across and have a safety net. Yeah, would have been nice for me. But Captain boy. Asshole just took the rope and fucking ran away with it. Well, I thought it was a game. That's what happens when you jump. Please, on he is a major. 
Now, there are other people still standing back there with you. I believe you're still there, right? All right, sweet. Yeah, so, uh, and um, you're uh, still there. Sure am. Do you have any rope? I've got another javelin. He can't possibly pull two ropes. <laughs> all right, while all this is going on, you've kicked in the door, and that opens up to some read-aloud text. Oh. Everybody shut up. Hey, yeah, quit throwing javelins. There's read-aloud text. The circular area ahead of you is cobbled with cracked granite, upon which sprawl the bodies of four goblins, apparently slain in combat. One corpse stands with his back against the western wall, the spear that killed it still skewering it and holding it upright. Three wooden doors lead from this area. A hollow tower of loose masonry reaches 30 feet into the air, but the intervening floors and stairs are all gone, except for a couple ledges. Dipped on the spear. Get my spear back. I don't give a fuck if I have to cut you in half for it. I'm super strong. Again, I will fuck you up. <laughs> he said, no, you're, you're not jail. You're just a javelin. Oh, my bad. And when I, fuck when I, off. Thanks for after my javelin. You better watch When out. I say there are three doors, there's a one through which you came. You said a spear was a javelin. Doors. There are two other doors. I'm going to tie the one of mine to the rope to the javelin, so both ends are tied to the same javelin. Okay. Then I forgot about it. What kind of damage does a spear do? Totally serious about stealing that spear. No. Spear does piercing damage. I know that's important. It's plus two against leather armor, minus four against plate. That would be fucking cool if it did. But uh, <coughs> it's there a spear does one d six piercing damage. Like if you wield it in two hands, it does one d eight. Not five feet. And that's got not twenty feet uh, or sixty feet with disadvantage. Okay, so he has it on his phone. He has the real shit. Just to clarify, showing up to Jay like this is Jay and Dustin are and Josh are in the back, twenty five feet away from the rest of the group. The remainder of the group is there looking at the spear that's that's impaled the goblin up off the floor. There are two other bodies of goblins, two other dead goblins on the floor. There are two doors through which you may go: one to the northwest and one to the southwest. Well, three of us go down one, three down the other, and that'll leave three people back at base camp. Is that what we're calling the stairs now? <laughs> yeah, that's base camp. Um, Treasure traps. Yeah, I think. Where would you like to look for traps? In general, everywhere. Downtown. Give me a per- just give me a wisdom perception. We're not on a time frame. Sixteen and five is twenty-one. You don't see any traps just from a look from where you are. You bring his ring back in like five so years and still pick up the ring. Go down the north. Wait, go down the north. Is there like a bunch of dust settled on the floor or anything? There's dust and debris and webs and, and garbage, but it's not like this has just been. It doesn't seem like it's been undisturbed. You can see through the the top of the tower as well to the sky above, which means the rain's been coming down here as well. How long have we been on the floor? What's Long the average rainfall? <clears throat> the average rainfall in this part of the world is uh, 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 ten inches a month. It's really sodden. It's well, I mean, do you do you see like pat like people like a, a, a passage of like maybe more people walk down this way to this door than walk through this door or anything like that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to call for a wisdom perception roll to see if you can discern any clues from that. Ten. Uh, ten. Uh, you see, there's a there's a fair amount of footprints along the floor, but nothing that actually gives you any indication that any door that either door is more. Just choose the north door. 
Go down the north, the north yeah. end. Check, right the north. Right. Check the door itself for trash. Okay, okay, so you cross over the floor of this chamber, making your way across the debris and the bones and the other things. You finally come to the door, unmolested. Uh, at that door, you <clears throat> check it for traps, you said, yeah. and you found nothing. Is there anything on the goblin other than the sphere? Uh, peering at the, uh, checking out the goblins, you I'm find that uh, there are a total of four goblins. They've been dead for quite a while, and rats have been chewing on them for a bit. Bodies have already been tossed, uh, and there's she's doing something upstairs. <laughs> Dancing? Jazzercise? <laughs> Beach body workout, I think. It's 20 minutes of horror. It that sounds we, like Tybo to me. Yeah. That all of us have to deal with because she starts at four o'clock in the morning, but skipped this morning. So yeah. Anyway, uh, but there's one that's affixed to the wall by spear. Okay. Not anymore. I've got a plan. You pull the spear out. Yeah. All right. So you pull the spear out, and you see the body. The, the body of the goblin slumps the floor, and there's some writing on the wall behind it. What's it in? Uh, in what languages do you? Common, dwarven, and orcish. Uh, not in the tongue or script you recognize. What about Minotaur? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Infernal or Abyssal? Neither. Hey, what about... I've never uh, even heard of this one. What, draconic. Well, like maybe if follow. you were there. But well, you're... I'm yelling across the... What is Vidalcan? What does it look like? What does it look like? Vidalcan? Yeah, Describe it. I can read it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's there. the language they speak. Yeah, yeah, Vidalcan shows down the... Oh, okay. Yeah, but I Does it come from Ravnica? Fuck, am I going to have to go across the... All right. Well, they bug I know what I'm going to do. Which closest to the goblin? Rob. Yes. I'm going to un, I'm going to tie the end of the rope, untie it from the javelin, tie it to the ring from the door. Thank you Take so much. Take the javelin out of the door and throw it back at them. Watch yes, out. and we have to find somewhere to tie it over on our side, Wait, too. Wait, you just said add them. We can do that. He did say add them. You don't see anything that you could tie it around on your side. Maybe if you just... There is a small is there, is there a way that I can tie the, have the tied javelin and use my... Uh, your balls and strength. strength. Just use my... Use the flat of your axe and hammer the javelin. You want to yeah. hammer the hammer? You, you don't have to burn your rage. He's just so anything to give us a little tension. So when we're walking across, if we happen to fall, through, there's we plenty have of a tension. Little... All right, so, <laughs> it's a very tense. The room the All right, so you hammer the javelin into the floor. It does kind of give you some tension. You may now cross using the rope as a guide rail if you'd like. That's what we're trying to do. All I'm right, do that. I'm going to give you guys, uh, give me two dexterity checks. <laughs> with, uh, you can, if you have acrobatics, it applies. But do it with advantage. Oh, I don't think Acrobatics I applies. Oh, I have a plus two. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, two. That's a 14. Oh, I'm doing minus both of those. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. two checks. Two checks. Two checks. 12. Two checks. 12 good. the highest. 12. Seven. All right. All right. I got fucking nine. Oh, all right. So even with fall, the advantage, yeah, I have a plus one, and I added. Yeah, you rolled an eight. You got a plus one for dexterity too. Oh, or no, it's just, no, it's, it's, it's yeah, right. it's already factored in. Oh, uh, so I was doing that. Nine, Nine or eight was your highest roll. Yeah. He said do it with a worse. Yeah. Did you roll two d twenty? To it, that means you also add your proficiency bonus. If not, then it's just a mod. Did you roll one or two d twenty? Did you roll with advantage? Did you roll two d twenty? Yes. Yeah. Okay. One was a three. One was an eight. Oh. I used the eight. I got it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Feel good. All right. So uh, because you didn't roll, you didn't fail the roll by five or more. You just stopped moving. Being able to check to to keep going. Does the rope okay. add anything? It gives you advantage. advantage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we keep rolling. You're fine. Yeah. One more. I got a 15. You're so fine. 16. That's enough. All right. All right. So, so you guys... I stick out my hand for a high five. Mobile M! We're back! Talk.